What is going on? Happy Thursday. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for hanging out with me. I appreciate it. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. It's the Pete Callender Show, and I'm the Pete of the show. 704-570-1110, 1-800-WBT-1110. Uh, those are the phone numbers if you want to join. And uh, the email is Pete at thepetecallendershow.com. Twitter is at Pete Callender. And that's K-A-L-I-N-E-R. So it is a day that ends with Y, and so there's a story about Madison Cawthorn. <laughs> uh, I actually referenced this about a week ago or so when the other video came out of the staffer reaching over, uh, taping himself, videoing himself, reaching over in a car and and put, putting his hands somewhere in the, the crotchal area. Of the uh, before, he had not been a candidate or a congressman at that point, but now he is Madison Cawthorn. And uh, I said at the time, this is because Cawthorn's response to that was, you know, we were young, we were kids, it, you know, it, it, that we were goofing around. And uh, I said, this isn't even the worst video. And so I was just wondering when the worst video was going to drop, and the worst video dropped. <laughs> so. Well, I shouldn't say the worst because they may, there may be others. I was only aware of this one, and uh, I had I had heard about the one that got released last week, the one that got, the, the, with the caressing in the groinal area. Um, so I I heard that one, heard about it, heard it described, but I had not seen it. And when it came out, I said at the time, I'm not so sure that this moves the needle. Okay, that's a bad. Uh, phrase here. Uh, l- let's say I'm not so sure that um, that that's going to have much of an impact on people that already hate him, obviously. So they're not going to change their minds. And people who love him, I don't think that's going to change their minds either, because they, yes, they can believe that this was, you know, two guys, two bros hanging out together in a car, and they were acting goofy. And look, I knew people in my life back when I was much younger, in my early twenties. I knew people that would behave like this. They thought it was hilarious, this sort of hyper-sexualized, almost, you know, homoeroticism kind of stuff. I never found it to be humorous or appropriate. I didn't really hang out with these people by choice. I was kind of forced to because of various affiliations in organizations. But I would distance myself from them because I didn't have any use for that kind of behavior. So when I saw that video, I was like, okay, so they're they're goofing around, whatever. But I also, I also knew about this other video, and the other video dropped last night. And I'm going to try to describe it. I've heard people refer to it as a sex tape, and let's be clear, it's not a sex tape. So maybe it's a sexless tape. Sexless sex tape? A, a nudie romp? Naked horseplay or naked, naked horseplay? Because naked and naked mean two different things. And if you are not from the South, uh, I will just impart this knowledge that I was given when I arrived uh, in the South back in 92, which is naked and naked both mean you're not wearing clothes, but naked means you're doing something. Okay, that's the difference. I think I've got that correct. Naked means you're naked and you're doing something. So I'd say this is a naked horseplay tape or video. It's video. It's not tape. It's not film. 
So uh, what? It, so I'm going to try to describe this without getting graphic for you know for lunchtime, but also for the kids. Um, the video is very brief; it's like 30 seconds, <clears throat> and it shows it's shot from. Uh, well, you could tell it's a hotel room. Let me start there. You could tell it's a hotel room, and the person who is taking the video is in one of the corners, probably sitting on a couch or a chair. And you could just tell by the, uh, the, the level where the camera is and where it's shooting. So they're, I think they're sitting down maybe on a couch or a chair, or whatever in the back corner. And it's showing you the bed in front of the bed is a wheelchair. There's a bunch of clothing piled up on the wheelchair and you can see Cawthorn. He is on the right side of the bed. And at the very beginning, you see a guy's head on the left side of the bed. And there are a lot of blankets, big, puffy, white uh, comforters and stuff and blankets all over the bed. And pretty quickly, Cawthorn emerges from out from under the covers. He is naked. Well, at that point, he's naked. But then he gets naked. naked. Okay, does that make sense? He is obviously being egged on. He's being... Uh, encouraged to engage in some horseplay with the dude that's in the bed with him. Cawthorn's n- naked at this point, again. And so he he gets up out of his side of the bed, and he starts, and I don't know what this is about. I, like I said, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out what it is that I've seen. <laughs> I'm trying to articulate it, and it is a, it is a challenge. It's a challenge. So I am I'm trying to describe it as best I can. I apologize if uh, if I offend. He gets up. He kind of lifts himself up because this is apparently from like three years ago or so. He lifts himself up um, and he starts uh, fake yelling, if you can call it that. Like, ah, ah. And then he proceeds to hop over onto the guy who has now gotten under the covers, it looks like. And he starts um, engaging in some, let's, well, let's say there's some thrust activity going on. And as he's doing that, he's doing some sort of a chant. I'm not really sure what the chant is. It's something like, oh my, yeah, yeah, oh my, yeah, yeah. He's doing that as he's doing these thrusts. And then you can hear other people in the room laughing. They sound young. And somebody says, well, they say, in essence, relocate uh, your, your junk towards his face area. I've cleaned that up. Okay, I'm... Uh, so in other words, position yourself so as the, the, the area that somebody caressed in the other video would be in the guy's uh, face area. And he does. That's the video. You can go find it. It's at firemadison.com where they will ask for money from you in order to keep doing this brave work of leaking the videos out drip by drip. I have I have no information that this is true, but my speculation on this is I suspect they probably would have put this video out 
before last night. I think they probably were going to to push this out uh, on you know Monday or Tuesday, but the whole Supreme Court leaked internal draft, all that stuff. I think they I think they held back because they didn't want to uh, they didn't want to have to compete with that story in the news cycle. So they 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 pushed it out uh, last night. Reaction has been as expected. People who hate Cawthorn point to it and say, see, this is why we hate him. You should hate him, too. I have seen some people that are making the argument that this is because Cawthorn took on the establishment Republicans. Okay, just a point here. The video was shot and obviously released by people who were in his camp. All right, the McClatchy newspapers, the Observer and the Charlotte, uh, the News and Observer up in Raleigh. This is actually written by Danielle Battaglia. She's up in Raleigh, but it's the McClatchy papers. Uh, they write the story up as follows: "Quote: U.S. Representative Madison Cawthorn on Wednesday night acknowledged the authenticity of a video posted to a website and social media showing him naked in bed with quote a friend." He said, quote, a new hit against me just dropped. Years ago, in this video, I was being crass with a friend trying to be funny. We were acting foolish and joking. That's it. All right, so I have a question. If I knew this video was out, they knew this video was out. So why would you not have gotten ahead of this? Right? Why would you not? Why? Why wouldn't you have just said, "Hey, you know what? You got this video of me in the car with my friend, future staffer, who puts his hand on my crotch, and while responding to that video, why not just say, "Yeah, there's probably another video," and then describe what is in it, and then." You just have one negative news cycle. Because he identified the drip campaign. It's what he called it at the time when the first video came out. And by the way, he is exactly correct. Yes, this is a drip campaign against him, if you want to call it that. It's day after day or every other day. There's some other story that drops that embarrasses Cawthorn. And most importantly, his fans, his voters... I shouldn't say his fans, because his fans, I think, are going to love him no matter what. And I see some of this on social media. They're in denial about what it is that they're seeing. They're more interested in, you know, who who put this out rather than it being out. And there are people and like, all right, he says also that, hey, I'm a young guy. If any of you were, you know, growing up in today's day and age with the the you know, cell phones everywhere, God help you, you would be having videos like these too. And that may be true. And I am sympathetic to that. Because I've, I've long said I could not imagine growing up in a world where everything is on screen and nothing is private and the millennials and the Gen Zs. Uh, it's a whole different kind of world. Gen X, which really is what makes us the best generation uh, right now, is the um, <laughs> is the... 
Gen X is the last generation that still remembers the old ways. Still remembers what life was like when you had to call your friend. And if nobody answered, nobody answered. You couldn't leave a message. You couldn't get a hold of them. Then came the answering machine. And then you could leave a message. Or if you called and somebody was already on the phone, then you just got a busy signal and you couldn't get through. And you would have to wait. It's like we remember the days before the technology. We understand its usefulness, but we also remember that some things were better without tech invading all aspects of our lives. But here's the thing. I can be sympathetic to younger people growing up immersed in, you know, video and and everything being uh, online always. I can be sympathetic to that. But your voters in the district, they tend to be older. These are Republican voters. They tend to be older. So this explanation or excuse or rationalization, whatever you want to call it, I don't know if it's persuasive. And uh, by the way, uh, Democrats and media, but I repeat myself, for uh, for you guys that think that this is the time to start promoting Democrat general election candidates, like just hold on a moment. There's a primary first. It's May 17th. We're actually in it right now. So you pitching these Democrat candidates that are totally going to beat Madison Cawthorn, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm suspicious of those claims, first of all. Let's see if he gets through the primary. Um, Cawthorn, who at 26 years old is the youngest member of Congress, is a conservative Christian who has accused his colleagues in Congress of having orgies, claimed Democrats are destroying the nuclear family. Well, that, that, that one is true. And criticized transgender people. This is, again, McClatchy. This is how they write it. So take it from where it's coming from. He's running for re-election in the 11th district against seven Republican opponents. The group trying to defeat Cawthorn, American Muckrakers PAC, posted the explicit video on its website, FireMadison.com. That video appeared to show a nude Cawthorn on top of the other person making fast motions and loud noises while someone filmed. Not filmed, but videotaped. Anyway, uh, shot video. Madison Cawthorn should resign from Congress today, said the group's president, a Democrat, um, and they say it was passed to them by a former supporter and a big donor of Cawthorn that wishes to remain anonymous. So this is coming from inside your camp, Congressman. This isn't the left that is, I mean, yes, they are amplifying this stuff, but whatever happened in that hotel room that prompted somebody to videotape it and then whatever happened afterwards that prompted somebody to give it to Democrats to harm you, something happened. What happened to alienate members of your own camp? News Talk 1110-993-WBT. 704-570-1110, 1-800-WBT-1110, if you'd like to join in the discussion about the latest video, the latest scandal involving Congressman Madison Cawthorn, dropped last night, shows him naked in a hotel bed, 
simulating a sex act, obviously horseplay, but he is naked and he's thrusting his pelvic area uh, onto the the upper torso area and face of uh, a guy that's in the bed with him. And he's under, but that guy's under uh, covers, it looks like. Messing around, fooling around, horseplay. Somebody else in the video then encourages Cawthorn to put his manhood in the other guy's face. And he proceeds to attempt to do said act. Okay, so there's, I think, a pretty accurate description of what the video is. Cawthorn says that uh, this is part of the Drip Drip campaign. And he says, I'm not backing down. I told you there would be a Drip Drip campaign. Blackmail won't win. We will. When asked about the video, Cawthorn spokesman Luke Ball directed McClatchy to the same tweet. Hours earlier, Cawthorn posted a seven-minute video responding to some of the scandals and allegation and blaming the Drip campaign as the, quote, fake news. So... It's not fake. It's The video is authentic. So there we are. 704-570-1110, 1-800-WBT-1110. Let me go over here to James. Hello, James. Welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you today? I'm well. What's going on? Well, you, you mentioned in your comments a, little, a few minutes ago that you wondered how older voters might react to this. And I'm pushing 60, and thank you. God, there wasn't a cell phone camera on every corner when I was in college because there could be there could be some videos that could get me fired. <laughs> right, and and I just think that I I don't have a strong opinion about Madison either way, but it's just obvious that people are taking you know early twenty exuberance and making it look like the guy's some kind of a nut job or something, and it's just not. I don't so, think it's going to get a lot of traction. I think the um, I think that the. This is what I said about the other video, too. Stand alone. If this is the only video, I I don't think it presents much of a problem. But when it's following the other video, following the insider training, uh, insider trading um, investigation, it's following multiple guns in multiple airports, uh, uh, knives in school board meetings, uh, comments about the cocaine and the orgies, uh, the closing of the district offices. The biggest one to me is him trying to leave the district and run in a different district before going back to the 11th district. And then, of course, you have all of the prior allegations where he was accused of getting handsy with women, with girls, uh, back when he was, um, you know, late uh, teens, I guess, early 20s before this video. So, it's a it's it's a compilation of all of that stuff, I think. Yeah, I think there's definitely a pattern of some erratic behavior, which honestly he probably fits in pretty well in DC. <laughs> oh, that's a, okay. That's now just to be clear, you said erratic, erratic behavior. Just want to make that very clear. Not okay. Yeah. All right, James. Yeah. Thanks for the call. Not erotic. Right. Not erotic. Right. Okay. Thank you, James. Appreciate it. Yeah, because if you see the video, it's definitely not that. Um. Earlier in the election cycle, Cawthorn told his constituents that he was leaving the district to run for office closer to Charlotte to prevent go-along-to-get-along Republicans from getting elected there. He then supported Michelle Woodhouse as his replacement before state lawmakers redrew districts and he returned to run in the 11th district. 
Okay, the court made the districts. The court decided that they had to redraw the districts. The court decided actually what those districts would look like. And the McClatchy people know this, which makes me question, why would you write it that way? You know the courts ordered those districts to be redrawn by the special master and the advisor to the special master, Wang, appropriately named enough, for this story. Anyway, the uh, the special master drew these maps, right? That's This wasn't the lawmaker's trying to exact revenge on him. This was the courts, and they were acting at the behest of Democrats, which, by the way, hang on a second, I have in the stack of stuff. Where is it? Do-do-do-do. Yeah, on the maps, on the congressional maps. I'm going to get back up to New York here because the maps uh, matter to that. But this is the... Do-do-do-do. Uh, this is... Uh, Carolina Partnership for Reform. It's a conservative organization, cprnc.org. North Carolina reporters swooned over the nonpartisan Princeton gerrymandering project after the group, led by Dr. Sam Wang, gave Republican proposed legislative maps an F rating. Ooh, you got an F. Your maps stink. You failed. That was the tone of the coverage. The Princeton gerrymandering project, they're totally above board, totally apolitical and unbiased. They wrote dozens of stories and tweets referencing the rating, often describing the PGP as nonpartisan. They did this despite major red flags that were easy to find for those who bothered to look. Dr. Wang actively solicited campaign donations for Democratic legislative candidates in North Carolina, for example. The John Locke Foundation, a conservative think tank, printed a well-sourced description of Dr. Wang's arbitrary algorithms. I believe we actually covered them. Dr. Wang's estimation that a neutral congressional map would produce an 8-8 outcome differed enormously from the analysis of Dr. Joey Chin, uh, Chen, rather, North Carolina Democrats' premier witness in the redistricting litigation. So Wang was actually at odds with Chen. I highlighted this as well. Princeton University is now investigating Dr. Wang for manipulating data to achieve the outcome that he wanted. This is how we got to the point where Cawthorn's district looked different, okay? Just so we're all clear, McClatchy, and I know you know this, but uh, I'm sort of the anti-memory hole here, okay? I'm not sure I want that branding, actually. Although it does kind of work, I mean, with the Orwellian nature of this week so far. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. Um, a uh, quick programming note, just a heads up here. After uh, the 2 o'clock news, so the beginning of the third hour, I'm going to talk with Nick Wilson from our sister station, WFNZ, uh, about David Tepper. Because David Tepper took over the Panthers. He bought the Panthers in, what, 2018? I was not here. I, I haven't really paid attention, but I got back into town, and all of a sudden it's like, wow. This is all just a mess. So figured I would chat with Nick about it all, um, what's going on with the Panthers and the uh, the, the management style and, and people getting fired, but also as it relates to um, the land deals and everything. So we'll get into that in the third hour of the program. Hope you can stick around. And remember, get the podcast at WBT.com or com. You can go there, and I've got a subscribe button, and you can just find whatever podcast platform uh, you prefer. 
So Tom Tillis, according to Manu Raju from CNN, Tom Tillis wax fell. Okay, really? Tom Tillis, let's say, criticizes fellow Republican Madison Cawthorn over the crass video that was leaked yesterday telling us that it's, quote, absurd to embarrassing. Absurd to embarrassing. Tillis says if Cawthorn wins, he will be disappointed for his constituents. That's why I am working hard to avoid that outcome. Now, Tillis working against Cawthorn, of course, provides just bulletproof evidence that the establishment is out to take Cawthorn down. If you know, but just by the way, if you know that your positions are going to make you a target, why would you just load the gun and hand it to the enemy? Why would you do that? Now, to caller James's point earlier, I understand, and I said I'm sympathetic. Nobody lives a perfect life, and everybody videotaping everything all the time, thats it's no way to live. It, it really isn't. Now, some people say, oh, well, that's just accountability. What was that movie? The Circle, right? With the, with the Harry Potter actor, actress. Can I say actress? I'm not trying to assign gender. Um, Hermione, right? That, isn't that her name? Yeah, you're the, you're the resident millennial. You should know everything about these people, right? It's Emma Watson. Emma Watson, there you go. Um, and so she's in this movie with Tom Hanks and somebody else, I forget who. Do you remember who Hanks' partner was? Was it Galifianakis? Did you ever see this movie, The Circle? Oh, it's... I mean, it had the... It had the ability to be a really good movie, and then it just went to crap. Anyway, um, she lives her life totally online. Voluntarily. And... They treat it like it's a positive thing at the end, where at first it seems like it's like a really, really negative thing. So, yes, talk to your kids about this is what happens when you horse around. You you could be ruined for the rest of your life. And that's hard for kids to understand because their brains are not fully formed. They don't make very good decisions. Uh, exhibit A, Madison Cawthorn. So, <laughs> and look, I don't know. This was a couple years ago, so I don't know if this was uh, way before he had any kind of idea to run for office or not but that's just not, it's it's not me that's it's never been part of like uh, uh what i found to be appealing or fun or whatever i, I just it, this was never part of my life in the rare occasions where i ran into people uh in a mutual circle of friends let's say uh that did engage in this kind of locker room behavior i I did not participate, and I would not be around them. I chose not to be around them. I don't find it to be uh, fun. Um, let me see here. There's to do, 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 do. I had an email here. I'm trying to find a, too many email accounts. All right. Uh, Joseph says, I never liked the dude bros who played naked grab ass either. But that being said, if what you do in the buff in a hotel room disqualifies you from federal office, then Kamala should have resigned months ago. Still, he's a buffoon for this and numerous other incidents as well, and I'd like to see him lose in the primary to a real bomb thrower, figuratively, of course, to really drive the left nuts. (laughs) 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 Okay, you don't like Cawthorn? Wait till they get a load of me, right? 
There was a piece by Dan McLaughlin writing at uh, National Review in endorsing uh, Chuck Edwards for that seat. And he says, in short, Chuck Edwards is everything that Cawthorn is not. He's a serious legislator who actually does his job and reflects the values of his district. And uh, McLaughlin says, uh, we'll soon find out whether that is worth more to the voters of the 11th district than Cawthorn's taste for headlines. Yeah, indeed we shall. News is next.